Hi, and welcome to Wellness with Lana. I'm Lana, your realistic wellness bestie, here to discuss everything from nutrition and fitness to mental health and fun. Join me every weekend for an episode that's entertaining, educational, and can help you become the best version of yourself. Hello, welcome back. I hope you had a wonderful week and you are really ready for the weekend. I sure am myself and I wanted to talk about building a healthy routine and I know right now we're going into the weekend so our routines are all kind of going out the window but I still have a rough structure that I kind of developed over the years to keep me on track with my goals but also give me the freedom and flexibility to do fun things. Um, So I'm really excited to find ways to, you know, build a healthy routine for you. And that works for, you know, your personality and your goals. I think a lot of, you know, that girl influencers do. Like they have their 6 a.m. morning routines or their night routines. And honestly, routines are awesome. But you also need to remember that they're not fully realistic. Sometimes things come up. Sometimes you have to work late at night or, you know, you have to go to the airport at like 5 a.m. So there's no way you can do your morning routine at like 2 in the morning. Um, But I personally am such a routine-based person. And so I think if you are kind of like me, you're a very type A personality, then building a healthy routine is for you. If you're kind of a type B personality and going with the flow is better and you still are able to get a lot done and, um, you know, do your to-do list and do everything, then stick with your kind of thing. I think one thing that a lot of um, people in this, you know, wellness community mentioned is when they look up to these that girls who have a very structured routine, they think it's unsustainable. And the problem is it's probably not unsustainable for the influencer, but it's unsustainable for you because you're not that type of a person. So if you are a type A personality, this episode is for you. Um, But I think everyone could really benefit from even a loose routine that, you know, they could implement in their life to, you know, build some healthier habits with, you know, fitness and mental health and nutrition and all of that. So this will keep you um, on track for all your goals, productive. And if you also struggle with, you know, um, self-care or prioritizing family and friends because you kind of have this like need of overworking yourself, which I definitely struggle with, then this, having this routine is also perfect for you. So having, you know, for me, I have a day or even two out of the week where in the evening I have like a self-care night where I really pamper myself and I do a bath and everything. And that's just kind of time in my schedule for me to like focus on myself. And that helps to recharge me. I also make plans with, you know, family and friends and make sure they're in my planner, in my calendar. So I prioritize those things. Um, so right now I'm just going to like kind of go through my quick routine. I did mention that self-care thing, but you know, on a daily basis, I have a really strong morning routine and right now I'm in the process of developing a really good night routine. Um, so for my morning routine, which is honestly my favorite because I'm way more, um, I guess pumped up for the morning and motivated. I wake up early. So around, you know, five, I work out almost immediately. So, you know, I journal, I read the Bible, I kind of meditate a little bit and pray, and then I go straight into my workout. Um, I also spend some time outside with my dog right after my workout to just get some vitamin D and some sunshine 
And then I tend to, um, you know, read and then make a healthy breakfast breakfast soon after my workout because um, if you, you know, even if you like run in the morning or you even take a walk, uh, you're depleting your glycogen stores and you don't want your body to start eating away your muscles and bones, which actually happens. So have a good healthy breakfast, you know, with protein and fat and carbs because a piece of fruit is not counted as a breakfast. And then um, getting work done, obviously some whether I'm going to my actual job or, you know, going to school or doing other random things around the house. So having this kind of very structured morning routine helps me to get my priorities done before the actual day starts. Um, And this makes me feel so good, especially near the evening where I have more time to do the things that I enjoy. I have more time to read, you know, relax. And um, yeah, so my night routine right now is I tend to walk, um, you know, after dinner. It really helps with my digestion, especially if you deal with, um, you know, troubled digestion when you sleep. And then I tend to just um, shower, journal, and then I tend to read and go to bed. Um, I try to be in bed by nine. Um, I'm saying this and right now for like the past year, I've been going to bed by or no, 9.30 or 10, but I've been really trying to get to bed by nine, especially since now I'm trying to wake up um, around five and I want my eight hours of sleep. So far, doing this night routine has really helped me. It helps my anxiety at night and it's keeping me on track for a really, really good morning workout since I'm rested. I also am relying a lot less on caffeine because I am sleeping enough and I'm having a good sleep because you could sleep eight hours, but if you're tossing and turning and you're anxious and you know, you don't feel great when you sleep, then that kind of, that sleep didn't really benefit you. So now into why you literally clicked on this episode. So to build a routine, I have kind of five easy steps. Um, And again, remember that this should be fluid. And if things pop up, then that is totally normal. So first, find what you want to put into your healthy routine. So right now, if you have no routine at all and you like never are active, like you don't really have like a time to eat either, then kind of have... um, just some like small things that you can start implementing and start off small, please. If you go zero to a hundred, like you're not going to actually stick with it and it's pretty much going to end up, um, non-existent in your life. So start off with, I always like to start off with forms of movement. So, um, you know, walking, running or yoga or Pilates or weightlifting or whatever that you really like to do, um, implement that into your daily routine. Of course, when I'm talking about implementing fitness into your daily routine, I'm saying that you do need minimum one day of rest, like no workouts. And this is hard, especially if you're perfectionist, if you're like the more the better. But hear me out. When you work out, your muscle fibers tear. And if you don't give your body proper rest to like recover, then you're not going to see any results. Along with, um, you know, if... My dad always like kind of brought me up saying like we run every other day, not every day. Running every day isn't actually like super healthy um, for your joints. And I know there's going to be a bunch of people that are going to be attacking me saying, what do you mean there's studies and people are healthy? But when you see like marathon runners that run every single day for so long, um, especially when they get into like their 60s and 70s, they tend to have joint replacements and 
nasty things like that. So my dad always said, you know, one day we run and one day we don't run because we want to give our joints and our bodies a rest from that kind of activity. So start including forms of movement into your healthy routine, but at the same time, make sure you have minimum one day of rest. So if you weight lift six days a week, do not weight lift on one day. Um, a lot of times if you're doing hardcore workouts, like I'm talking hit and like running long distances and hardcore weightlifting, do two days of um, not working out and resting. Another thing is adding time for nourishing your body. So if your nutrition is all over the place, if you're skipping meals, if you're really irregular with your eating, if you know you only eat like once a day or twice a day, you kind of need to bump up your nutrition. And at first this might seem uncomfortable and hard because you're like, well, what if I like, what if I gain weight from eating this much? Um, a lot of times you actually won't because if you're trying to include more movement, what happens is your body is going to ask for more food. And um, having this nutrition will also fuel all of the workouts that you're adding into your new healthy routine. So have time, you know, have a time for breakfast. You know, it doesn't need to be strict and super rigid. It could be like anywhere from like 7 to 10 whenever you get hungry. That's like a good goal to have. A lot of people end up um, saying like, oh, I'm never hungry for breakfast. I always skip it. Sometimes I ask, well, first, do you drink a bunch of coffee? Because that is an appetite suppressor. And second, did you just train yourself you're not hungry or are you actually like not hungry? Because like there's a difference. I um, I did like throughout my eating disorder, I kind of trained myself that I was eating meals, but I was just never hungry. And I trained myself so I wouldn't actually enjoy the food because apparently I thought that I shouldn't be enjoying food when you should. Um, and so now I wake up and I, you need to give your body like full permission to be hungry, especially if you work out, like I work out fasted. So by the time it's like, by the time it hits eight and I've already worked out, like I'm ready to go. Like I'm ready to eat, give this girl some food. Okay. So, um, for me, I think it's, even if you don't work out in the morning, having a good breakfast with um, protein, fat, and carbs will set you up for the day and will give your body the energy it needs um, to just go through. And it also will limit overeating at night. So if you tend to like snack a lot at night, especially right before bed, um, that's a pretty bad habit. And trust me, I had this where I wouldn't really eat throughout the day, but I would eat a lot at night. It's like a pretty bad cycle where then you wake up and you're actually not hungry because you ate pretty late at night. So um, what I would recommend is try to push, I know at first it's really uncomfortable, but push, um, you know, have like a good somewhat of a structure. So, you know, eat breakfast around this time, eat lunch around this time, you know, I tend to get hungry between lunch and dinner. So I would generally have a snack and then dinner. Um, Again, when you're trying to build your healthy routine, look at when do I want to work out? So do I feel better working out fasted? Or would I feel better if I have breakfast and then work out? Or do I like working out right before lunch or, um, you know, sometime in the evening? So find first where you want to like have like that structured time to move your body, whether it's, you know, weightlifting or cycling or running or weightlifting, whatever you want. And it could also be a big combination of those. And then structure your meal times around, you know, the workout to make sure you're not like eating right before a workout um but do for sure replenish your body right after a workout otherwise 
the hard work you did just will not pay off. Um, another big thing that I kind of say is have a routine for when you're going to, when you are going to get the most work done. So you tend to know when you're most productive. If you're a night owl, you're productive at night. If you're a morning person, you're productive in the morning. So I'm a big morning person and kind of my big like times to get things done tends to be between like 5 a.m. to around like 2. After 2, I tend to plateau a little bit. Um, I tend to drink some green tea, get a little bit of caffeine in me, and then I tend to be a little um, more productive between like 6 and 8. And then I'm done. Like after 8, don't talk to me like I'm getting ready for sleep. Um, so having a kind of time to like get work done and, um, tap into this also, like if you're working a super boring, like summer job, I don't know, at an ice cream shop, right? And you already know, like, you're not very productive in the evening, then like schedule your work shifts for the evening. So then you're doing at least somewhat productive things, um, and making money when a generally time you'd use to like scroll through TikTok and um, use the morning to do like personal development things and reading and things like that. Um, speaking of reading, have a kind of loose time for, you know, um, relaxing and reading and spending time with friends and families. Friend and family, friends and family. Oh gosh, I can't speak. Um, so again, um, this doesn't have to be a daily thing because I know for a lot of people it's hard to see friends and family every single day, but maybe have like a weekly thing with your girlfriends or, um, you know, like a Sunday brunch after church with your family. So whatever um, works best for you and your kind of schedule. So that was like step one. So find what you want to put in your healthy routine, whether that's, you know, it could be literally all of these things. So um, a form of movement, time for um, like times to like eat and cook and nourish your body, um, reading and um, relaxing, and then time for productivity. Second, you have to make a plan. You can't say like, oh, I want to add this, this, this in my schedule and not really make a plan. So for me, what I do is I time block my day. So, you know, like from five to like 530, that's kind of my time to like chill. I'm like, I wake up slowly. I read the Bible. I pray. I journal. I kind of, you know, get in my workout clothes, wash my face, brush my teeth, like do the morning things. 530, I'm downstairs starting my workout. So by the way, I work out at home at the moment in my basement. So that's why I say I'm downstairs. We don't have a gym downstairs. I'm literally on a old yoga mat. So don't think this is very glamorous. Um, I'm just trying to be real over here. And then, um, you know, then afterwards, like, I kind of have my time to, like, I eat around this time. Like, having this, like, time block really helps me because sometimes, like, especially in the summer, and if you're a student like me, and on days, like, you don't work and you don't really have much of anything going on, you just have, like, four hours of nothingness. And you're going to feel really unproductive if you just sit and do absolutely nothing. Even if you have, like, I don't know, from like 12 to 2, I'm gonna color. And then from 2 to 3, I'm going to go out to eat lunch with my friends. And then from like 4 to 6, I'll, I don't know, play the piano. So things that like have like a loose 
like time blocking. And of course, this for me, this differs every single day. Um, there's some days where like I am pretty much home all day. I don't have anything going on. I can pretty much structure my day how I want it. And I tend to stick to that structure unless something comes up. And again, when you are making this kind of time block and routine, you need to understand that things will come up. And if you're going to panic every time something comes up, then there is no point of you building this healthy routine if mentally you're not healthy because you're like over overdoing it with this routine. So you need to be able to switch things around and, you know, oh, I, like, I wasn't able to, you know, read this book today, but I'll read it tomorrow. I'll like make sure I'll have time tomorrow in the morning instead of waiting till later at night to do it. So why do I feel like I'm ranting? Anyway, so... Um, have this kind of time block plan. I like to use my planner. I like to use my notes app. Um, this will really just help me. Another thing is, um, making a plan for your goals. So not only are you making a plan for like your day by time blocking, but if you have a big goal, like being able to run for an hour, you need to be able to break it up into smaller, more doable goals. So for example, like start off running, 15 minutes and then 20 minutes and then 30 minutes and then 45 and then an hour. So kind of week by week, just increase it slowly. And having this plan for all of your goals um, not only helps you for your like individual day structures, but it also just makes your goals 10 times more doable. Third, set a consistent time. So again, I mentioned time blocking about 20 times. Um, Should I explain what time blocking is to you? Okay, pretty much time blocking is like from like a certain time, like you do like one or two tasks. Like that is the time to do that task. You don't do any other tasks, you do just that task. And if you're a multitasker like me, time blocking is mm, hard, but we get through it. But anyway, um, have a consistent time for, I would say your priorities. So for me, my priority is working out, eating, you know, posting to my Instagram, doing the TikToks, uh, working, um, piano, like those are my priorities, helping my family, um, you know, gardening, those are my priorities. So they will be time blocked. There are some days where I like have nothing to do from like two to six. And I literally time block that as free time. I can do whatever I want. If I want to take a walk, I get to take a walk. I don't need to time block that, but set a consistent time for the things you need to get done. Like there is no like backing out. Like if you need to be at work from nine to five, that's time blocked for work. Um, of course, though, you know, again, you need to be able to um, kind of switch this timing to like what f- works for you. So again, I mentioned if you're a morning person, do more like very rigorous time blocking in the morning. Do your workout in the morning. Do this in the morning and then have a chill night. If you're a night person, don't wake up at 5 a.m. because that's not you, okay? Do not copy other people because everyone is doing what works best for them. And if you do copy other people, you will feel miserable. So just do what works for you and be mindful of, you know, even if you always, I don't know, work out from 7 to 8 p.m., that's great. You don't need to move your workout to 5 to 6 a.m. If that works for you, keep that there. And that will help you stay consistent with a healthy routine if it already works for you and you're seeing, you're feeling better about that. So fourth, tell others your routine and try to find accountability. 
So this is something that I think if you're struggling with maintaining this kind of healthy routine, this is really important. So having accountability kind of makes you be like, oh crap, like I better really get this done. Or like, I better really show these people that I am trying to build a healthy routine and I'm trying to improve myself. So this could be a friend, a family member, or honestly, I've seen people do this on their Instagram stories. Like if they say, I want to wake up early. So then every single Instagram story, it's like a post of them waking up at like 6am, for example, that's accountability. So for me, my accountability is my mom. I, um, I just um, tend, like, especially with this night routine that I'm trying to implement right now, I told my mom, hey, you know, I wake up early and I'm not really, I've not been getting good sleep for like two years. I need to really prioritize sleeping enough and doing things that really relax my body in the evening. And she kind of watches me around the evening and she's kind of saying like, like I'm actually doing it. Like I'm actually going to bed on time and I'm, you know, waking up on time and I'm trying to be more relaxed and have time for everything. So that's important. Another kind of bonus thing is, um, these accountability partners could also become parts of your routine. Like you could always take a walk with them in the morning or, um, you know, cooking a nourishing meal with them like every Sunday or something. So don't just think that this routine has to be very strict and very lonely. You could very much make a routine with um, more than yourself. You could make it with some friends too. And then Finally, for building a healthy routine, track your progress and reward yourself. Building a healthy routine is very hard, honestly, and it definitely changes. You need to understand that your healthy routine in the summer is probably going to look very different from your healthy routine in the fall and winter, or if you're a student like me, during the semester. In the summer, I have more time. Like In the summer, I'm way more active. I kind of have more time to do self-care, to do hobbies, to do, you know, Instagram reels and whatever. But during the fall and winter and spring, honestly, I'm very different um, regarding my routine. And I think that's something we all need to keep in mind is if you can build a healthy, sustainable routine now, but you're able to adapt it to whatever season of life you're going through, that will just go such a long way. It will also kind of teach you that, hey, things can be flexible. And if you go on vacation, you drop your healthy routine just for a week. And then you come back and you crave that healthy routine because you love it so much. But And you feel refreshed because you had a break from your routine. So that is that. So I'm going to um, kind of wrap up this episode and have a little quick disclaimer. I think I mentioned this about 20 times, but I'm going to mention it again. Sometimes you cannot stick to your routine. Things come up, you're sick. You're not going to wake up at 5 a.m. and work out, okay? Um, or, you know, you know, something happens with the family member and you can't do your relaxing night routine. Or you aren't able to work out because, I don't know, you had a doctor's appointment and you had to be like fasted and ready to go by like 8. So, you need to be able to be flexible. So have this healthy routine, but also be flexible. So I hope you liked this episode. If you use any of the tips that I put, make sure to tag me in your Instagram or TikTok, and I would be sure and happy to respond back um, to you just using these easy tips. 
As always, I hope you loved this podcast. Be sure to leave me a rating and share it with your friends or your wellness besties and also subscribe and turn on your notifications so you know every single Saturday exactly when I post. Have a wonderful weekend and I can't wait to see you next week. Bye-bye.